TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. I suddenly have a craving for stuffed mushrooms. I can't imagine why. Uh, it is Bowerly at News Radio 930 WBEN, nine minutes after five. Okay, so we see a band and uh, we see it at a place that has the best stuffed mushrooms and I can make a meal out of the stuffed mushrooms because I'm a fun guy. <laughs> All right, talking about the uh, blizzard of 22. Um, what did you personally learn and what do you believe the government officials could have learned? And uh, my biggest criticism of the government at the time and remains, they should have closed down Western New York midnight Friday, okay? Uh, That would have prevented, I think, a lot of people from being stranded. And also, the grocery stores wouldn't have to have announced that they were shutting down early in the afternoon. Uh, So that that is one criticism. And the longer-term criticism is uh, this plan to uh, de-natural gas New York State and switch everybody over to all electric appliances um, strikes me as being extreme idiocy that is going to cause death. And I said that at the time, and I maintain that to this day, like a year later. Uh, Phil in Lovejoy, very disappointed with the uh, city uh, reaction to the blizzard of uh, 22, uh, called Mark Polencars, who who showed up in armor with a white horse and uh, county plows to help out the city. Um, You know, Phil, one of the things that I hear from the people in the streets department is whenever they're showing off the plows at the uh, Broadway barns, that it's a dog and pony show, that we don't have as many working snow plows as we're supposed to have, and a lot of those plows aren't even functional, Um, not to mention the ridiculously bad working conditions Uh, There are at that location. I've seen pictures of giant rats in the building, uh, holes in the ceiling, which I understand have since been fixed. But you would think that the streets department in the city of Buffalo would be um, a major priority for whomever is in charge, especially because if you think back to 1977, Mayor Mikowski, uh, basically his political career ended with the blizzard of 1977, and he was, uh, I think in some cases, unfairly maligned. But uh, anyway, uh, the county helped. So, Phil, what, what, did you, what did you learn from the blizzard uh, on, on, in Lovejoy Village? What was your takeaway? Well, uh, you know, it, it, it's nothing different than I've ever that I've ever experienced. Uh, nothing different than the thoughts that I've had for years. It's just it's because of the knowledge that I have. I know for a fact that what you're saying, the dog and pony show, is correct. The the newest truck that I mean, and Henry Jackson and the whole streets department, the guys are doing a great job. But when you're strangleholded by the top. There's nothing you can do. The top doesn't understand that we live in an area that bears snow and that 
when we had to have these different municipalities come here from all around the state to help us, the type of equipment that these people showed up with was indicative of a town that under town or city that or municipality that understands that they live where there's inclement weather and we have snow and a propensity for a lot of snow at any given time. And you can't just snap your fingers and have snow removal equipment. The, the, the newest plow that we have is 2007. These uh, trucks are haggard. They're beat. There's, that's what I, there's, there's maybe that's what I hear. Trucks. There's that, maybe eight but, trucks. The guys are doing a great job. They do the best with what they have been provided, and their budget is crap. No, you can't. Look, you can't. You can't trap an elephant with a mousetrap. Uh, but uh, I, I would. I'll, I'll add that to the list of things that need to be looked into: the budget for the streets department and the equipment that is actually functional and actually working with the Buffalo I Streets asked, Department. I asked our right after the council was uh, still didn't get the snow plan, and then when they got it from Nate Martin. It, it, it was rambling and incoherent. They were getting different, uh, different uh, stories from different factions. And Phil, I need to move. I need to move on to some other people. I, I, I must. I must move on. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I've heard this now from a number of different people that uh, the streets department and God bless the people who work in the streets department, but the working conditions are deplorable and the equipment absolutely sucks and why it wouldn't be a bigger priority. And every year we put on this dog and pony show showing off the plows. I don't know, uh, but you, you can't fool people. Uh, now, I also remember, too, during the blizzard that we had calls from guys saying, look, if we can't see, we can't plow. Now, was that a valid explanation? Invalid? I don't know. I just know that I wouldn't have wanted to drive any vehicle in uh, the kind of snow that we saw almost a year ago, and I can't believe it's been just just under a year since the blizzard of uh, of 22. Here is uh, Dave in Niagara Falls. Dave, you are on. Hello. Oh, yes. Uh, I basically wanted to say the same thing about the equipment. The only difference is not all plows can plow. They should yes. mix this up with the other equipment. Some augers would be great, you know. Instead of just pushing it to the side, you could pick it up and throw it to the back and have a truck following you and fill it up. And they can dump the snow someplace, you know, instead of just keep plowing. Because plows can't always plow forward, but an auger can just about go anywhere. And I've seen it in other municipalities. I've, you know, and I used to live out in Colden. They used to use it on the county roads out there, pile it up on both sides of the roads where you'd be driving along a 15-foot uh, uh, wall. But uh, the cities, they could use the same thing. And, and different sizes, because some of our streets are so narrow, you can't use a standard plow on these plow trucks. So uh, an auger would do a hell of a lot more. And that, that's that's all I've got to say. I thank, thank you very much. Uh, I would love to know uh, from the people who actually do the job, I would love to know what the city needs to buy so you can actually do your job. I would love to know how many of the plows we see pictures of every year during the news conference are actually functional. Uh, and are there other pieces of equipment 
that you ought to have in a city like Buffalo where, you know, but I think what happens is these big storms, a generational storm like this, you basically play the game of kicking the can down the road. Well, why do I spend, you know, why do we spend money on this now uh, when we only get these kinds of storms once every 20 years? But sooner or later, it catches up with you. Here is Dennis on WBEN in uh, East Aurora. Uh, Dennis, you guys, as I recall, you did not get hit with the initial wallop of snow, but when that band moved, you guys got nailed pretty badly. No, I was sitting out here watching the uh, uh, cloud cover over Buffalo and saying, boy, it's, it's about time it's their turn, not ours. It was great. Uh, how, for how long was it great? Oh, for whatever time the storm hit. So you, I, now this is this is not the way I remember it. Um, are are you saying that during the blizzard of twenty two, East Aurora was snow free? No, it wasn't snow free, but we only got like about a half a foot or a foot or something like that, and all the uh, cloud cover was over like Cheektowaga and Amherst and those areas down there. The thing that I wanted to stress is the problem today is that. You know, Andy and Todd, they did a fantastic job four days prior to the, the storm saying, this is going to be bad. This is going to be really bad. So what you do is you go out and get all your supplies and you sit home and you say, I'm not going to get involved with this one. But nobody pays any attention to that because the politicians are running the weather, not the weathermen. And people have to start listening to weather people and not politicians because they have no idea what's going on. Well, they okay. I I beg to differ. They knew what was going on. I think they were paralyzed into inaction because of post-pandemic fear, and they didn't want to be the Grinch. I mean, had okay, this but- storm had this storm hit after Christmas, maybe it would have been different. But who wanted to interfere with people's last-minute Christmas shopping? But right. when the weather when the weather service says difficult to impossible travel. They should have. They should have shut down the area at midnight on Friday. Correct. But put it in perspective. In '77, I lived through that. I got rescued by a snowmobiler coming down George Urban Boulevard, who took me to my place and got me warm. Okay, that was 45 years ago. 22, 2022. All of a sudden, the politicians say, "Boy, snowmobiles really work in blizzards." No. Kidding. We knew that 45 years ago. What arrangements did they make after 45 years to accommodate the fact that snow comes to Buffalo? Zero. Well, you know, one of, one of the people with whom we spoke during the blizzard, that was one of my questions. Are you putting snowmobiles uh, into service? Are you talking with snowmobile clubs to assist police in getting around and emergency personnel in getting around and basically, one of the people, and I don't remember who it was, said, well, they're not really needed. And then other people would call in and say, well, okay, it's one thing to have a snowmobile and get to somebody's house. But if somebody's 85 years old and they're bedridden, how the hell are you going to safely transport them into a place where it's actually warm? Right. But you, you should have a backup plan for all this sort of stuff. It hits once every 20 years, once every 30 years or whatever. But you got to have a backup plan where you have... Um, the ability to respond to a situation that is disastrous, just like a flood or a hurricane, you got to have some sort of backup plans. And there was absolutely no backup plans 
in, involved. And now they're talking, well, we got to get these things that go up the ski hills that, that will be able to get through right. the streets and all that sort of stuff. And I'm going, well, why hasn't that been done for the last 30, 40 years? Um, I think one of the problems is they are very expensive. And I, like yeah. I said, I, I, think, I think the game is you kick the can down the road and you hope that during your administration you don't get hit with a blizzard like 77 or a blizzard like we had a year ago. Uh, hope because, is a fallacy. You can't go on hope. you got to be prepared. I, hey, look, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. Uh, thank you very much. Fallacy. Always like that word. Fallacy. Uh, it is uh, 21 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Bowerly, and this is not a fallacy. This is reality on the program. Uh, what did you learn from the blizzard of 22? What should the politicians have learned? And it's hard to believe, but it's been just about a year since the blizzard. And you've got stories, perhaps, of what you did, what happened to you during the blizzard. Maybe somebody helped you. Maybe you helped somebody. We heard from Jay Withy earlier who saved 23, 24 lives. And uh, the Carnegie Hero Award people have been in touch with him. No word on when they might alert him as to whether or not he will be a recipient of uh, that award, as I believe he should, because he put his life on the line many times during the blizzard for people he didn't know. And if it wasn't for Jay we probably would have had a death count more around 75 than 50. And 50 is not acceptable, especially in an era where we have more information than ever before. Uh, let's get back to the calls. What did you learn out of the blizzard from a year ago this month? And I cannot believe how quickly time has gone by. And what should the politicians have learned? Here is uh, Bob in Tonawanda. Bob, you're on WBEN. What's your story? Holiday greetings. Yes, sir. From Merry Christmas. Same to you, Tom, from the class of 70 or 66, Kenmore East. Fine institution of learning. <laughs> well, I've got a lot of stories. Your... After 30, 38 years of working in Lackawanna and Blaisdell, I have a lot of snow stories, but I know you're concentrating on our most recent one. Uh, and what I learned was that when the uh, supervisor offers offers you an invitation to leave the plant at uh, shortly after midnight, you should probably take them up on that. Because I was prepared, I was prepared to stay in the plant uh, for the weekend. I had provisions. And based on uh, a, a previous storm early in the pandemic, um, perhaps it was 2020, um, mm. where they had stayed in the plant for four days, snowbound, I was I was prepared for this one last year, but through the form, they uh, they required us to leave about just uh, shortly after dawn. We had to leave the plant, and I oh, didn't good for them. <laughs> well, it's not something I wanted to do. In fact, I left my vehicle inside the plant and uh, left with a couple of other people and a small SUV, and uh, I was thought I was going to have another near-death uh, near experience after uh, near drowning in uh, Hopkins Creek 50 years ago. But uh, we made it through South Buffalo after being stuck a few times and uh, made our way 
out of South Buffalo at the 190. It was free and clear all the way to the city of Tonawanda. In fact, it was sunny. And obviously, this was before they closed down uh, the throughway. Because remember, the throughway was shut down and the arms were all put down so people couldn't get on? Yeah, well, we, uh, we went through uh, the heart of South Buffalo and, did, and uh, got, on, got on the 190. I think it was Seneca Street. I may be wrong on that. But it was clear sailing all the way to the city of Tonawanda. And I, I spent a couple hours uh, out there in the city of Tonawanda basking in the sunshine with the, my lunch. That, and uh, and uh, what I learned also was Wegmans was a perfect, terrific place to stop in the middle of all that. They, had, they were open on uh, Orchard Park Road. And uh, if it wasn't for that, I don't know if I would have made it. All right, Bob, thank you very much. I'm uh, up against a break. I thank you for the call. Of course, the grocery stores, I mean, you knew at, at least the severity of what was coming at us a year ago. Um, you knew it was going to be very severe when the grocery stores announced we're closing at, I forget whether it was 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. At that point, things got very, very real. And I heard that announcement here on WBEN just as I was going by a couple of stranded 18-wheelers on Sheridan Drive uh, by Harlem. Uh, I, I At that point, everything got very, very real, and shortly thereafter saw the guys lowering the arms onto the throughway, and I thought, oh, my goodness, this is going to be bad. I'm sure glad I have the, the go bag all set to go because I knew I wasn't going to go home. It is uh, 528 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Powerly with you, and uh, we have, you know, these calls are just fascinating, so I'm uh, going to continue this. Um, what did you learn, and what should the politicians have learned uh, from the blizzard of 22 almost one year ago today? Talked with Joe Beamer about it yesterday, and I thought, geez, I should really talk to the people listening on News Radio 930 WBEN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. All right, welcome, loves. It is Bauer Lee on News Radio 930 WBEN. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, you must be aware of is uh, in any area, there are certain universal experiences uh, through which everybody goes. That's what makes them universal. And one of the most epic universal experiences of our modern era was the blizzard, which hit us a year ago this month. Um this is the 15th of December, and the blizzard moved in on the 22nd of December of last year. And what did you learn personally? What do you think the politicians should have learned? Did you help anybody? Were you helped by anybody? Um, and the 
interesting phenomenon also, and this kind of came up earlier, was uh, uh, the times <laughs> where the forecast has called for a major storm and you wake up and there are two inches of snow and that's kind of like the, the boy crying wolf effect. And this time, in 2022, there was no reason for that because every single weather source unanimously said, here is what's going to happen. This is the timeline. This is the real deal. And they even said, hey, we know that people are going to have a storm fatigue, but this is the real deal. Do not take this lightly. People like Andy Parker, and they were absolutely right. Uh, and let's get to, uh, sorry about that lengthy preamble to the call, uh, Cheryl in uh, Kenmore on WBEN. Cheryl. Yeah, hi. Um, as far as the city, I would like to see free parking at church and school parking lots. Get the cars off the streets. And I'm pretty sure our equipment would work if not for all the on-street parking. There were plenty of warnings, regardless of what channel you watched. People should have run their errands on Wednesday or Thursday and stayed home on Friday. It's just common sense. And politicians can't control folks with no sense. Same with businesses. Everyone knew it was coming. And like you said, maybe it's the boy who cried wolf, but I don't think we have that luxury anymore in Buffalo. Well, one of the, I mean, I, I like, obviously, I like the way you think, but one of the problems with it is, you know, all it takes is one car on your street, and that can louse up everything. Just one car can louse up everything. I've been there, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you, so, you, you, you've seen it. I mean, as far as the churches, you, you'd have to, I, I, like anything else, I'm sure you'd have to have some legal agreement signed with the churches, uh, waiving them of any responsibility for anything that might go wrong. Uh, and as far as the uh, the schools, you'd have to work something out with the Board of Education. But what you're saying, to me anyway, makes a lot of sense. There are plenty of places to put cars that do not involve the narrow streets uh, the, the city of Buffalo is known all too well for having. But again, the only concern I'd have about that is there are going to be one or two people who don't get the memo. Right. Well, how hard can it be? I think it's something to investigate. Um, schools, churches, you can't swing a cat around here without hitting a school or a church. There's plenty of parking lots. Well, I certainly hope you're not going to be swinging any cats anytime real soon. <laughs> no, just I'm a the... cat owner. Just a, uh, just a turn of a phrase. No, I believe that your cat owns you, uh, if you want to put that properly. Uh, you are your cat's human. The, you, the cat is not yours. You are the human for the cat. Um, yeah, any, what, what, did you, what did you learn? I mean, you're, you're calling in here from uh, uh, Kenmore. What, what did you learn uh, personally uh, from the blizzard of 22? Anything new? Um, no. I've lived here all my life. I've lived through blizzards. And I know when they say a blizzard might be coming, I'm going to go shopping and then I'm going to, I'm going to stay home. It's and the same. And like I said, same with businesses. Um, no, it's, you just got to be smart. Well, you know, especially this, this uh, blizzard of 22, a year ago this month, um, it, it was so certain 
that, and that that's the thing that gets me about uh, the number of fatalities we had and the number of people who got stranded is it was so certain for five days in advance that we were in for a generational storm. There was no dissent. Everybody said the exact same thing, and everybody knew it was coming, and the weather forecasters did a phenomenal job, and they did a phenomenal job because Andy Parker explained this to us a few days ago, but they did it because they just kept on feeding the same information uh, and the same models, and the same result came back over and over and over, and exactly what they said was going to happen, happened. I mean, the time might have been off by an hour or two here and there, but they were right. They were dead right. They were dead right, and I had dinner planned for 22 at my house on Christmas Eve. Um, fortunately, everything was uh, freezable, but, yeah, it, it just happened. What are you going to do? And you just got to stay, you just got to listen to the experts, stay home, do what they tell you to do. Just out of curiosity, dinner for 22, did that have anything to do with it being 2022? Or was that just a coincidence? Uh, <laughs> no, well, maybe it's 22 years of making lasagna, but uh, yeah. Oh, 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 thank you very <laughs> much. Thanks, thanks for that visual. I appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you. Um, You're welcome. I, I, don't know, I know a young lady who can eat a plate of lasagna um, the size of your head and never gain a pound. I am so envious. Uh, here is uh, Matt in Depew. Matt, you're on WBN, and I seem to remember last year receiving a number of photos from the Depew area of just incredible amounts of snow outside of houses, outside of garages. You guys got it pretty bad, didn't you? Yeah, we did, Tom, but that you know, I didn't wasn't able to see that until I got home until the 27th um, uh, of December. Uh, I left work from the post office from the Tonawanda area, was stranded on Sheridan Drive for three days and took it in by a nice couple um, off a side street near Sheridan and Harlem for three and a half days. Uh. Um, it, these these people uh, they they saved my life, um, and I'm I'm very grateful to them. And, I, and they're and they're from uh, Canada. Um, I couldn't be more grateful to them. Um, I'd love to buy them gift certificates and you know the salvators you know and for the dinner or something but it was a very horrible experience that they forced us to work uh through that um and there was about a dozen of us that stranded on the way home as well trying to get take up uh shelter and uh there's there was a couple people that were able to get into a couple hotels um and and work through it all like you said with the last caller we all knew about it four or five days in advance and like and that you we it didn't take heed to 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 the warning so to speak and it i guess i guess safety is in the eye of the beholder because when, when, when it's going to happen again you know, stay home. If you if you have leave, call in. You, you know, don't don't go into work. Don't attempt to go to work because you're not going to be able to get home. And then with um, Mark Poncar's address yesterday, 
um, as far as essential personnel, because we're considered essential personnel, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's very vague reading, you know, in between the lines as far as who's essential and who's not. But as far as I'm concerned, the essential personnel should be police, firemen, um, emergency responders, and everyone else should be off the roads. And they, they should they do that 20, 24 hours to 48 hours before to prevent people from getting stranded and you know, 50 people dying in the Buffalo area. No, it's ter- twice as many as the blizzard of 77. I mean, there are, look, there are some people, uh, some categories of workers that I would definitely put on the list of uh, essential workers, such as, uh, and this is going to sound awfully self-serving, but media personnel, because uh, I know that we uh, at this radio station did uh, a lot during the uh, blizzard of 22 uh, talking to people stranded in their cars, and it was, uh, um, and, and I know that there are many, many other essential people, but uh, the the county deal about, well, you can check into a portal to see if you're essential, to me, that's just deflecting from what was done right and what was done wrong, and here we are a year from the blizzard of 22, and it's almost impossible to get a straight answer from anybody, city, county, local municipalities. It's almost impossible. Right, right. And then throughout the whole entire storm, the only good source of news was WBEN. Uh, yes, well, thank, thank you for that. Well, believe me, we had, uh, we, we had a crew uh, at the station that uh, about a dozen uh, about a dozen of us, and uh, we were absolutely dead set on doing everything we possibly could to uh, bring people the latest information. And uh, originally, I've told this story before a few times, but originally we were going to simulcast the Bills-Bears game. But on Saturday morning, after listening to the call from James, who had been stranded in his car for, at that point, 24 hours or so, uh, we made the call. Now, we cannot go to a Bills simulcast. We've got to stay live and local on WBEN. And uh, I, uh, since I was the one who suggested it, um, I said, and I'll put my money where my mouth is, you guys can watch the game, you can sleep, do whatever you want, I'll do the show, we're all good to go. And uh, I think Jimmy Love was, like I said, Jimmy Love, uh, Stelianu, you have no idea how many days he worked consecutively because nobody else could get in. Yeah, you know, I can I, I can imagine nobody could get anywhere, and you know that's the that's what really needs to be, you know, uh, addressed. And you know, it's when you, especially when you know that it's coming, and and then the forecast is right. Um, very very interesting. Uh, and again, I think there are several levels, several layers to this onion of uh, talking about the anniversary of the blizzard of 22, and I know I'm about a week early on this, but I guess I wanted to be the first one to do the year anniversary of it because I've done so many shows on the blizzard of 77 over the years, and here we have a situation that happened uh, a little under a year ago, and it's just so hard to believe. Looking out the window now, driving home, maybe you're at home, maybe you're in the kitchen looking out the window, seeing the deer looking inside saying, hey, what do you have for me? Um, it's, It's hard to believe what a nightmarish scenario it was uh, starting on that Friday before Christmas. And, you know, again, everything, I, I, I still get back to the, on the political front, they're the ones with the power. And 
I really believe, like my biggest takeaway from the blizzard of 22 is they should have closed this entire area down to all but essential workers midnight on Friday, just to be on the safe side, midnight on Friday. And um, I think we could have saved a lot of aggravation had we done that. So that is there. And on the individual level, uh, you know, people need to use uh, some common sense. And if you are told on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that all hell is going to break loose starting on Friday morning, uh, don't wait till Friday morning to go out and stock up on supplies. You got to do it um, very, very early. And maybe it's the boy who cried wolf effect. I don't know. And I, I don't know why uh, they did not close things down earlier. I suspect psychologically it had something to do with the uh, uh, post pandemic not wanting to be the Grinch who stole Christmas as an elected official and uh, the Christmas shopping situation. Uh, but again, it's always easy in retrospect to look back at things that might have been done differently because nobody was going to go Christmas shopping uh, last uh December 22nd of 2022, it would have been uh, impossible, especially when the Weather Service itself said difficult to impossible travel. Um, had I been in charge, I would have said, okay, this area shuts down Friday at midnight. Hate me if you must, but driving ban for all but essentials. Maybe it would have helped. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. 556 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, have yourself a very Merry Christmas. I uh, am going to be uh, relaxing next week on News Radio 930 WBEN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 